listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I need a chick that'll ride or die, pulling the five, getting high with the Gucci frames over her eyes. Sweet to the tail, still won't fuck in the bins because she brought me a polo coat and a couple of Tims. Doobie was wrapped both in the game, both in, both in the movie with gas. Gave me head because the movie was whack. Word. Toasted the crib, blowing in the fridge. She needed to work. I died, and that bitch gonna put weed in her hearse. Game to the death. Tattooed my name on the neck. You don't want to see me banging the left, hitting the gas. That bitch out the window, popping heat in your ass. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we're in the house on a Monday, ready to do this. Yes, we are. And uh you know, hopefully everybody enjoy it, man. But. uh as always, iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, just search the black guy who tips and I uh, will come up. Uh, appreciate people that leave five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher because it always helps the show. Yes, it does. Um, the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport it is bullet ball. and bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast is brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Tweaked Audio. You can go to tweakedaudio.com, put in code TBGWT and get you some nice headphones. They got all kinds of designs, those that go in your ear, around your ear, whatnot. And if you put in code TBGWT, you can get 33% off of those nice headphones. So, you know, that that's dope. And then in addition to that, they also give it to you with free shipping. So, you know, cutting down on those costs. And... In addition to that, they come with a lifetime guarantee. So this will be the last set of headphones that you buy. All of them are high quality, no matter what design you pick. Um, and like I said, lifetime guarantee, all of them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. You know, you guys who go out there and do that. So, um, also don't forget to follow us on social media. I'm Rodimus Prime. I am say that again, that as in D A T. Um, I may or may not follow you back. Um, because I know a lot of people don't know the, don't understand how Twitter, you know, works and stuff like that. And and when people knew, they just kind of like, hey, how y'all doing? And which is cool, but you know, just chill out, some of y'all. Yeah, I'm not. Don't mean that in a bad way, but it's just one of those things where people just come in and just bombard you, and you're like, hey, 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 shh, just enjoy the experience. And uh, you know, also, guys, you know, if you're in Baltimore, now uh, hold your head, man. It sounds like it's getting crazy over there. I don't know if you've been following this news, Karen, but Northwest Baltimore erupts as protesters and cops uh, in our, uh, clash. Uh, officers down, seven officers injured, uh, uh, supposedly. You know, it's always hard to trust these things from the police that start these things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just hours after Freddie Gray's funeral, protesters clashed with police uh, stationed near Mondowman uh, Mall in Northwest Baltimore. At least seven officers have been injured, according to police. There are reports of several arrests. One of the officers is reportedly unresponsive. Early reports indicate many of the protesters are high school students who gathered at the mall as part of a demonstration organized on social media. Reporters for CBS Baltimore and the Baltimore Sun report that rocks and bricks were thrown at police who responded with pepper spray. You can watch a live stream of the demonstrations here. They have a link to it. Um, many businesses and schools throughout the city have closed early, and there are reports of looting at a CVS. As the protest moves uh, south, police have set up barricades in front of City Hall and police headquarters. Uh, 
walking out of that CVS with uh, with uh, goods from it, and then somebody uh, clearly set fire to it within the last few minutes. Um, and this neighborhood that we have spent the last week in, that has been so welcoming to us all week, has turned into an absolute war zone. Uh, we are telling uh, security, I think now, that he would like us to uh, to back up out of here. I think that well, and I think more concerning is that when the police start to all right, hold on a moment. I think I just lost our connection with you, uh, Miguel. But uh, this, these are live pictures coming in from a helicopter hovering overhead. Uh, this CVS pharmacy is now uh, uh, it, it's now being destroyed. You see the you see the smoke coming out. Elijah Cummings. I don't know if you can see this uh, where you are. You're the congressman. You represent this district. We see a whole phalanx of uh, police officers now outside. I see no firefighters, but this pharmacy is being burnt to the ground. When it's all funding games to the CVS gets destroyed. Mm-hmm. Now we got a real problem on our hands. You know how that goes. Now we got to have all the uh, people that were silent when niggas was getting killed by the cops start talking about how violence isn't the solution. Definitely got to have a moment for that. Um, it's it's just uh it's just crazy to watch, man. You know, and it's so crazy too because there's not a lot of people, not a lot of information you can trust coming out of the media anyway. Mm-mm. And everything seems to be about inflammatory shit. Like, how can we continue to make this seem more like these people are about to you know kill everybody and they need to be put down and and whatnot? It feels like that's the whole message behind all this shit is. Mm-hmm somehow you know these these black people are out of control and you know they, they might have to cancel the we might have to cancel a baseball game tonight so obviously things are very serious now meanwhile the cops still haven't told anybody you know what happened why this why is this person dead no explanations no reasoning no no anything to days for you to even come out and do a um any type of uh, report just to say you don't know a goddamn thing and then it becomes very very frustrating and i i think for me um personally the thing that frustrates me um the most uh, when you talk about the social media aspect the thing that frustrates me the most is all these um politically correct people that when this stuff first pop off a lot of people were very quiet they wasn't saying anything there wasn't any anger there wasn't any outrage if it was they wasn't put putting it out on social media but like you said it's funny how when the community responds to situations you know all these politically correct people want to come out the woodworks and tell these negroes how they're also how they're wrong for responding and if you know anything about history things change through violence even though people don't want to admit that even though people don't want to accept that in our society today but things do not change society did not does not move forward without some kind of violence the results may be good or bad at the end but some shit changed because folks got violent folks got tired folks got angry folks was like i am just tired i don't know what else to do um and to me Black people have been dying for a very, very long time at the hands of police. But because of social media, we see it more frequently. And it's not really us. It's America. It's white people. TM are seeing, is, is seeing it and they're forced to look and they're forced to 
look within themselves and they're forced to say shit you know black people have been complaining about this for a long time um but i just thought it was some bullshit or a lot of people because a lot of white people can opt out a lot of them continue to opt out and because it's almost like rape because people don't want to believe people rape people always come up with an excuse and a logical reasoning why and they use their rational mind to make it the victim's fault and people do the same thing with this shit right here because they don't want to believe the police are fucked up they don't want to believe the system is corrupt they don't want to believe that they're out here um shooting and killing uh brown people they don't want to believe that so they quote unquote use their logical thinking minds in the form of racism and it comes off a very insensitive and it's very very frustrating um to see the the cycle happen over and over and over again because um doing the whole incident it's like well you don't explain you don't give reasoning you don't get ex- explanations um and you would think by now police departments would have seen this happen enough across the country, especially with Ferguson to go, we need to be ahead of this. We need to come out. We need to be for it. We need to, you know, do X, Y, and Z to prevent these things from happening. It's like you have the blueprint to what fails and they keep going through the same blueprint to what fails, what causes riots. Like they like, fuck it. We're going to do the same shit we've been doing and it's one of those things where you have like the police department in South Carolina. I was like, Mm-mm, fuck you, you fired. And guess what? This shit didn't happen there. And so you can go through the process without this if you nip it in the bud in the beginning, if people are prosecuted, if you give answers, if you're up forward, up front with the community. And that's the thing. You have to be up front with the community. You're not up front with the community. The community gets mad. The community demands answers, which they should, because their tax money is paying you to do your motherfucking job and you're sticking your middle finger up at them and it's funny how for black people you don't work for them for white people you do other communities you do you work for those communities you know and it's very frustrating when you go well my money's green too my money spends too in this community but i i I don't get the same respect because a lot of it is just flat respect and flat sympathy and empathy for people in the community and people can only take but so much they can only take but so much uh, uh, beating they can only take but so much shooting and it's one of those things to where uh people get frustrated and and it's funny though when you sit and listen people act like this shit was the first incident and this is the first time this ever happened no 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 baby people have been getting arrested in these communities for years people are getting shot in these communities for years unanswered murders for years the same old thing well i was scared and i was frightened yada 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 after a while people go hey i'm 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 sick and i'm tired of uh all this death and there's no explanation and there's no reasoning why and it doesn't make any sense and when the community tries to mourn is when everybody cuts the food you know like we are not allowed to mourn we are not allowed to uh, go through the grieving process we are not allowed to because we're quote-unquote always supposed to be strong we're always supposed to act right we're always supposed to be politically correct we're always supposed to turn our cheeks we're always supposed to put up a sign and have a silent protest well this is the way we're always supposed to respond and the thing is that we've been responding like that for a very goddamn long time for a very 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 long time people have been responding like that and a lot of times when they respond like that you know what they get bitty sticks to the head you know what they get dog sick on them you know people act like this history um 
does not exist and it does and and for me it becomes very angering it becomes very frustrating and also for me personally i get to the point where i'll be like well goddamn, how do i know something like this won't happen in my city you know i can't speak for other black people but i know the city of charlotte is not above some bullshit like this happening here so it's just one of those things where in my heart my heart breaks and it goes out to the community and i have empathy and sympathy for all the people that are standing up regardless of the color of skin black white transgender all these people that are coming out and like i'm tired of this i live in this community too your job is to protect us not kill us your job is to serve and protect us not treat us like we're some dogs in the street your job is to serve and protect us and keep us safe your job is not to go fuck your breath your job is not to choke me out that's not your job your job is to serve and protect us and it's very very frustrating when the people that your tax money goes to to serve and protect you turns around and gives you a bullet and it's is it it gets me to the point where I become afraid. I become scared. You know, you don't know how to respond. You don't know how to react. Just like um, black people are seeing this. You know who else is seeing this? Police departments across the country are also seeing this. And you know what? They're getting scared also. They're getting frightened also. So it makes me fear fuck next time i get pulled over am i gonna get the one that over responds because they're afraid that it's gonna be another situation like it was before and it's just one of those things where i get to the point where i i i'm i'm cautious and i, I watch and i and, and i look and it's very frustrating because as a black person you're guilty because of the color of your skin no other reason why you know i don't want to hear no excuse no 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 i am automatically painted as guilty Regardless of my education, regardless of what college I went to, regardless of if I have a degree or not, regardless of how much money I make, regardless of what kind of car I drive, regardless of what kind of sports I play, regardless of that, for the fact that I walked outside my motherfucking door, I am guilty as charged. And that shit gets fucking old. It gets really, really old when you know that you will not get a fair trial. It gets old when you know judge and jury is the police officer, not the justice system. That becomes a problem. I don't get my just cause. You know, we, you know, I'm, I, I'm shot for petty shit that you see other people. We, you know, people fail to realize. I watch tv and i watch the news and i see other cultures cuss the police flat the fuck out and they will do everything they can and they power tase them all kinds of shit but they will not shoot a lot of these people not to say they don't but a lot of times shooting is the last result i don't get that i i, I don't get that benefit of the doubt i automatically get i am a wild fucking animal and i will will we'll attack you that's what i get I, I automatically get that response and it comes to the whole system needs to be um redone over people need to be retrained people need to be um uh taught that based off of color or skin does not automatically mean you're guilty and it's just one of those things where it's police officers tm because a lot of times regardless of the color of the skin of the police officer it's, it's a fraternity and i do understand that all police officers aren't like that i don't have a problem with that but there are enough that it becomes a problem that's the thing it's enough where it becomes a problem and if it's a problem the problems have got to be addressed you do not address these problems by sweeping shit underneath the rug you do not address these problems 
problems by holding up your, your your fraternity shield and telling the community that they're crazy telling the community that it doesn't matter tell because that's what you do when you when you stand up and you put out these these police reports and you tell everybody to calm down but you're not answering questions that the community has you're ignoring everything this the stuff and shit in baltimore is the end result of years of being ignored it's the end result of years of not answering questions and death after death after death this is this is this is years people who are quote-unquote seeing this for the first time act like this shit doesn't this shit is just oblivious this is the first time it's happened no this is happening too much across our country for people to keep playing ignorant and it's very frustrating when i see the bullshit on social media and the politically correct people come out and they and, and 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 they act like you're wrong so not only am i being attacked by the police by the city and the mayor and all this stuff then i have to deal with people that look just like me also telling me that it's my fault for being black and that becomes a problem too because okay not only do i have to deal with external things telling me it's a problem i have to deal with internal things telling me it's a problem and i understand that everybody has their own coping mechanism to deal with the insanity of being black in america i do understand that but at the same time everybody everybody's coping mechanism doesn't work for everybody because my way of dealing with it might not be your way of dealing with it but a way of dealing with it is not ignoring it because that's some people's result of dealing with it is ignoring it and going well that's y'all niggas over there i'm not one of y'all but at the end of the day your day is going to come or your day may have came and you just tapped out you know you go well i don't want to deal with this and you move up and move out because you want to go somewhere quote unquote safe but even there guess what you cannot change the color of your skin guess what you cannot change people pulling you over based off of that and 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 to me this whole thing becomes frustrating it becomes aggravating and and it's very heartbreaking to me to see the videos to see the anger but i understand the anger you know and and i'm not saying that the violence is right but i'm saying i understand the violence because it's funny how nobody pays shit attention to shit burns down nobody pays shit attention to the fucking cvs goes up in flames nobody pays shit attention until people start tearing up police cars no no cameras are there no no nobody's there when people are mourning until people tear shit the fuck up and then here you come to say what are y'all doing down there why do people have to tear shit up for people to take to take their plight seriously? And that's the problem. To me, that's the whole problem with this. Being ignored is a problem, and we we're in a, we're in a place today where being ignored is not an option because of social media, because of cameras. Because, but see, the thing is, like, some people are adapting and some people are not adapting. And the police department is they're going to have to change, or else you're going to keep getting an end result like this. Uh, for one, I don't even know that violence is wrong like that's the point i'm at right now it's not even like i don't know what you can do to be heard at this point you know like the disrespect and the 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 straight up racism the monetization of policing of black people over policing black people Mm -hmm. it's amazing the fact that people just can't see the lines in the street just the sections of the town that they want to protect and the sections of the town that they don't give a fuck about people can't people can't even see it in that you know i mean like people more worried about a cvs with nobody in it um you know than police vans that have rough rods that you know have you know paralyzed two people and killed a third you know um 
that's what's amazing to me um that that people could be so callous towards human beings and 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 care about this property you know um my my white friends list they have like you know they email or whatever every day and uh today like somebody asked one of the guys who lives in baltimore like is he okay and i just laughed because i was like of course he's okay he's white right what 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 will fuck well like you don't ever hear a story out of these these quote-unquote riots of and then they kill seven white people that's not what happens it never happens white people might be inconvenienced because their job closed for the day Mm -hmm. or they had to take a different route to work or like you know but but they have no skin in this game right and the only way to get them to have skin in the game is to fuck shit up and inconvenience and at that point they will go oh this is a problem and then it's so sad because when they think of it the only problem they think is it's a problem i can't go to cvs today right not a problem you know (laughs) that these people are angry and how can we fix their anger that 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 doesn't cross their mind yeah they're just like these pure these poor police these poor innocent police officers that got caught up in all this that's what they're thinking Mm -hmm. you know you're gonna miss a baseball game tonight that that's you know one of them sent a picture out one up first of all one of them the guy in baltimore responded back like that he was okay and he gave a really nuanced response and it was kind of like you know this doesn't seem to be that big of a deal um uh you know i think everything is, is, is basically okay and you know me following it on social media i'm like you're underestimating that it is a big deal but that's what the police are paid to do in these situations they just they're just there to make the people that they care about which are mostly white people and people with money think that it's not a big deal you know it's a very fucking big deal you know that the community for white people first of all this never happens but if it did they would get answers right away yeah rules would change because white people care i'm not even talking about rules changing or legislation talking about a simple basic answers correct that 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 is the minimum amount of respect you can have for somebody in a situation Mm -hmm. where you go out there and say hey um here's the answers you know and you know they he sent out this picture and i put it on twitter and i'll try to put it in the chat somehow let me see what i can do um but he sent out this picture and i need to know the story behind this picture because you know it it, it makes it seem like the protesters were standing in the middle of the street and just start randomly attacking some dude in a in a baltimore orioles hat or whatever I guarantee you that's not how that went right right um I guarantee you some words were exchanged right but you know the pictures very conveniently snapped at the time that it looks like the black person is about to swing on this dude no word if they if he connected or swung on him or just threatened him or if the other guy was approaching him like it's just a picture that makes it look like a scared white guy's afraid of the negroes you know mm-hmm. um with no explanation meanwhile but what if you pay attention what i notice in there is that they're watching the orioles game on the sideline that's what i'm looking at all those people are just mildly inconvenienced you know what i mean like some you know there's reports that some of those people were heckling the protesters and and i believe that like 
you know because because they, they can opt out it's a game to them it's not it's not real life it's never a threat that would happen to them so why would they consider it anything more than that you know they it it's almost like you just want to go to them and be like yeah but imagine that the person who got killed was someone you cared about your loved one imagine it was somebody not not even just a loved one someone you cared about okay because the point is you don't care (laughs) on any single level you do not see that person as a human being imagine if you could see that person as a human being someone you could relate to period imagine it i don't mean your sister your brother a person that just a fucking 45 year old white male baltimore orioles family with 1.5 kids and a wife and a job that makes forty-seven thousand dollars a year in middle management you would be like what the fuck happened mm-hmm. and you would want answers the reason you don't care is because you can't relate at all to the idea that this could happen to you and that's the foundation that all this shit is happening on as long as the people that you know the police want to have protecting the protected class as long as those people feel safe they don't care about us and they're never going to care and so then you got to burn shit down you know like i don't i have no you know i i feel like people that sit on the sidelines people that choose now to care people that choose now to 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 type shit fuck them i don't care right where have it's you too late where have you been all this time it's too late man like you waiting like I'm, I'm sick of the well once niggas get mad enough and it's not everybody but once mm-hmm. a few people get mad enough to fuck something up then it's time to come out with the with the finger wagging and the finger pointing and about what everybody's doing wrong and how martin luther king would have did it different and and all this shit but you know the foundation of this country is based on you know violence you know this this is the like i learned it from you okay you know what i mean like i this is your language the language you taught us you know that's how shit changes in this country whether it be the civil war whether it be the revolution american revolution whether it be the the eradication and mass genocide of the native americans Mm -hmm. you know whatever it be that this is the american language there is no more american language than this right this is it this is how america was built this is how this is how progress is made sometimes you have to fucking get in there and break some eggs man fuck a cvs up you know i i have no sympathy at this point um you know i wish i did but i'm i'm just through like uh so it's like i i read the uh seven cows got hurt and i'm just like i wonder if that number's even right i wonder if that's even true i don't even believe them that's how i'm at now that's where i'm at i'm i'm as skeptical about the police as they are about every average black citizen in america that's how (laughs) that's how i feel about them you know it's it's sad like that but it feel like it's a war um you know uh to quote mob deep it's a war going on outside no one is safe from you know you could just be walking down the street and next thing you know you're a fucking victim and you have no idea what happened right your family and your family gotta gotta get stonewalled by the cops right and 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 then you gotta watch the media pick apart your life and and right i mean you won't even get to watch it your family has to watch the media pick apart your life and discredit you and make it seem like it was okay whatever happened to you right they gonna 
cover your Facebook. They're going to find your Twitter. They're going to scrutinize that. They're going to uh, contact your coworkers. They're going to re- go and do your driving, see if you ever owned a gun, talk to all your friends. And the, and the only reason that my white friend was upset is because, you know, he might not get to go to the baseball game or, his, you know, his, his job might have to make take the day off or you know what i mean like their fear is unfounded that's what's so funny to me right. when do the rides come to your neighborhood they never fucking do nothing will happen to you right you know what i mean unless you're reginald denny driving through the motherfucking uh ride driving through like compton or whatever it was in the middle of riding the king rides like what's going on like unless <laughs> unless you do that you're gonna be fine and it's fucking disgusting that you know to me that that this is when they decide to care um david simon uh the guy who wrote the wire somebody who a lot of people feel like gets it a guy who loves baltimore um he wrote a, a post today on his blog davidsimon.com slash baltimore baltimore first things first yes there is a lot to be argued debated addressed and at this moment uh, and this moment as inevitable as it has sometimes seemed can still in the end prove transformational it's not redemptive for our city changes are necessary and voices need to be heard all of that is true and all of that is still possible despite what is now loose in the streets but now in this moment the anger and the selfless uh, selfishness and the brutality of those claiming the right to violence in freddie gray's name needs to cease there was real power and potential in the peaceful protest that spoke in Mr. Gray's name initially. And there was real unity at his homecoming today. But this now in the streets is an affront to the man's memory and a diminution, uh, okay, I guess it's like diminutive, diminution of the absolute moral lesson that underlies his unnecessary death. If you can't seek redress and demand reform without a brick in your hand, you risk losing this moment for all of us in Baltimore. Turn around, go home, please. Um, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. I mean, I don't give a fuck you made the wire. One, one who, do you think these kids are reading this? Mm-mm. They, they subscribe to davidsimon.com. So who is this article really pandering to anyway? This, this, this like who are you really begging you know what i mean like these the kids with bricks in their hands trust me they're not going well i hope david simon doesn't get upset you know mm-hmm. second of all like you gotta like sometimes you gotta just stay the fuck out of it mm-hmm. you know because even with this it should not derail the idea that there should be answers right it derail the idea that police should be held responsible it shouldn't derail that idea and unlike white people we don't have the privilege in our community to sit back Mm-mm. we don't have that like we don't have the idea what answers are coming no they'll never come they, for some instance people have died and generations have died with no answers to somebody who has killed a family member right i'm just sick of the people oh isn't it a shame yeah you know what else is a shame when you fucking kill somebody that's just been taken into police custody that's a shame you know what i mean you get to just feel like it's a shame i feel like it's a threat you know you get to feel like isn't that just unfortunate you know i feel like it's it's evident and that it's and that it's inevitable 
that's how it feels to me so you get to feel you know you get to have this 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 distance from 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 the things that happen and 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 not really feel it the way we feel it you know so yeah man you know like i I still love the wire but no (laughs) you know i don't care that the police cars are getting on fire i don't care me either i don't care that, that i don't even care that those officers got injured dog i don't care i'm done you, you apparently this is what it's got to be motherfuckers got to go steal some shit from cvs for people to be like man we should pay attention to what's happening in baltimore right that's crazy to me but that seems to be the only way to get people to listen right. which is crazier right which 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 the, the thing about it is that people have been dying in that community for years and people have been arrested in that community for years and charged with crimes they have not committed and in jail for shit they did not do for years and it's getting old it's getting really really old and the thing about it is that people that don't have nothing to lose you know black people get to the point where they're like what the fuck do i got to lose jail you know that don't matter to me right now you get to the point where you go i have nothing to lose yeah um (laughs) here's the thing though this is the way that we can this is the best method that we have left to police the police because because what 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 we have to do at this point is make sure that it's so fucking inconvenient Mm mm-hmm to kill us because we can't get retribution and we can't get justice and we can't take a life for a life that's never going to happen but what we can do is make it so fucking inconvenient that they're like maybe it's time to stop fucking with these niggas right that's it that's the only it's the only move left on the board and if david simon thinks it's going to happen through fucking pragmatism and 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 even killedness and 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 trying to be like martin luther king and you don't understand the legacy of martin luther king at all if anything he was an agitator and by the end they needed to kill him because he was talking about the money and talking about the economic strife and talking about the systematic issues that lead to these situations where people feel marginalized and lash out you know of all the quotes that he's talked about with riots and economic justice and whatnot we always got to come back down to well he said i have a dream that kids can shut the fuck up you know so i yeah i i personally just feel like um it, you know it, as as funny as this sounds um because you know this is for the show that we make jokes and shit but you know as funny as it sounds they've turned us into wasp mm-hmm. you know what i mean like we we know that we can't win but we can sting the fuck out of them and be like, now wasn't that inconvenient? Yeah, not the Isn't it inconvenient get- to rebuild a Best Buy? Isn't that fucking inconvenient? Yeah. Well, maybe you should stop killing people when you need to be arresting someone. Like, <laughs> it's not even like it's a great big demand of like, don't arrest no black people that break mm-hmm. the law. Nope. It's, could you not kill them? And not break their necks. Yeah, if your job is like, cause we, we know, we see it we you know you act like we don't intermingle like we don't know white people every white person i know has some crazy ass like and then i did this to the cops (laughs) oh story and i'm just like 
I, you should be dead like, right i know that like you know i've heard the stories before and i'll be looking at Derek and i'm like what what the, what the fuck right just happening? just different people like you know my i was talking to my brother's friend in the wedding and they're like yeah we drove drunk made a legal u-turn right. bought some more beer we were drinking in the car police saw us pulling out the parking lot they got ready to pull up on us we jumped out the car we all ran yeah dude that was crazy fuck you guys man i got busted for that they caught me but they didn't catch so-and-so and it's a big joke they're all laughing because it never crossed their mind and then the cops could have just pulled the trigger out put his gun out and kill me never crossed their minds because i'm thinking that when you know i pull out my license mm-hmm. they're they're going i you know this is fucking dukes of hazard you know i'm i'm having a good time so as long as they feel safe like that nothing's gonna ever happen so it's almost like you have to infringe on their safety to make the police and and the society go what is going on with this situation because this shit keeps happening and you know what not even about i'm not even saying about just keep happening or whatever i'm saying individually you have to be like we burned up cvs for someone to go uh okay. and yeah. we can't have a baseball game tonight you got yeah we they have to get to that point before they're like man i guess uh we should look into this situation right you're blocking streets inconveniencing me from getting home right and then the vast majority of those people who have been inconvenienced will only care to the level of the inconvenience which i mean by which i mean i couldn't go to my baseball game right they still don't care that a mm-hmm. dude got killed they don't care about could that. give a fuck and some people they might can't not go even know that it happened right they don't get to go play tonight right so you know I, <laughs> It's days like this, man, where I'm reading this shit and it's five minutes before the show time, and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to be funny. I, <laughs> we I, can get there. I promise you we can. Because I'm just mad. Yeah. Nah, yeah, I, I do feel, you know, the, feel the anger, the, yes. It's just, uh. Um, but yeah, they got videos, of course, CNN's live covering everything, helicopters flying everywhere, videos of police cars on fire. Um, you know, they're saying seven officers are injured, according to the police you know which means it could be anything so i could have twisted their ankle while stepping on a black dude's head and that could be that's an injury too for all the people that talked about all the rioters and shit um 12 arrests were made over the weekend so 12 right for for this giant ride that was happening they only arrested 12 people and we've seen pictures of the police all them fucking cops they only arrested 12 people Mm -hmm. like nah and then they, they there's unconfirmed reports of the police are like yeah we we got we got good word on the street that all the gangs are combining to try to attack the police today what the fuck yeah all the gangs are gonna come together right right Uh, the same police that is this the same police that can't figure out what happened to a man in a police custody for a couple hours that got paralyzed Mm -hmm. same police same police that uh let's see that was april 12th it's been 15 days y'all don't know what happened but y'all figured out all the gangs was getting together <laughs> y'all y'all oh, figured that shit out in, in a couple hours huh they conveniently got together because all niggas in gangs okay right y'all figured that one out real quick um yeah they're reporting rocks and bricks were thrown at police who responded with pepper spray um many businesses at school have closed early there are reports of looting at a cvs as the protests move south police have set up barricades in front of city hall and police headquarters the Orioles game has been postponed. Meanwhile, 
maryland governor larry hogan issued a statement this evening announcing the national guard is on alert whatever that means right the gates at camden yards have been ordered locked for now though no decisions have been made about tonight's oriole game well now it's been canceled so that's that's late um <laughs> they went and got a statement from the family freddie gary's family is shocked shocked that people would do this they would like people to be calm it just isn't it just feel like everything is just uh cliche now just paint by the numbers like right. oh yeah that's state four right step four right because everybody profits from our pain the pain of black people everybody profits from our lives people profit from you you profit from our money because you you sell shit in the community you profit from our money um you profit off us being um arrested you profit off of us being in the judicial system you profit off of not educating our children like you literally profit off of black people's lives and there are some of us is like i'm just tired of everybody profiting from my life but me yeah that's shooting rubber bullets and shit at people people are throwing stuff at them i mean it's just a horrible situation you know and as always people taking it upon themselves to be like all right now black people calm down mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's y'all's fault kind of so right. you guys can just get it together right and to all them people i give a big old fat fuck you because at the end of the day a lot of people writing these articles in their think pieces they would never get their asses out there and a lot of times a lot of these people that are behind these keyboards and typing this shit if it was up to you shit would never change it's up to you we would still fucking goddamn be slaves get the fuck out of here but while we're not being funny, I actually wanted to talk about this because, uh-huh. um, um, you know, the Rakia Boyd, um, they had like a, they tried to have, well, tried to, they did have a march for her yesterday and apparently a stunning, stunningly few amount of black men showed up. I believe that. Of course. I, of course. Mm-hmm. Nothing unbelievable about that at all. Predictable. Right. Uh, par for the fucking course, I say. Um, it's like if, if the same niggas that show up for marches for you know michael brown and eric garner s- somehow got a little busy watching playoff basketball you know when it was time for um you know a, a march about uh, centered around a black woman and then justice done to her and her family somehow motherfuckers just the itineraries got mixed up and you know it was a little too much i was on the span report yesterday and he kind of posed that question to me like do i feel like black women um uh get less uh respect and less uh support when it comes to issues in the community as far as you know police violence and things of this nature and injustice i was like absolutely they absolutely get less it's not even not even up for debate like i don't know if you just throwing this out of you for me to go up and dunk it or what but that's a softball like it's absolutely true it's not even debatable at this point Mm-mm. niggas don't care right you know i don't know how you make them care because black women do so much for us that you can't even make this argument of like well if they did more they would niggas would care that's mm-hmm. obviously not it sure ain't they're, they're, the, they're the one taking care of your black ass not to mention when you look at the leadership and a lot of these movements for uh you know resistance and 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 black rights and black lives matter black women right you know traditionally through throughout leadership positions in different movements black women have played major roles and gotten short shrift 
not you know didn't get to be the one on the mic didn't get to be the one taking the credit you know mm-hmm. so it's not that mm-hmm. um and i was telling him like you know black women have to deal with not just the racism but the misogyny correct and you know to pivot off of this original topic with baltimore um and i know i'm gonna lose some people here but i don't really give a fuck you guys already know how i feel um how are black men any better than the fucking cops right when it comes to black women we kill black women like cops kill black people right like um and it's like whenever you bring that up i feel like people just don't understand the epidemic level proportions of black women being killed by the people that supposed to love them by the people that that are their mates the the betrayal in that and then you know they still stand up for 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 us whenever one of us is killed or whenever you know because mm-hmm. we, you know we're still there we still have that they still have that bond with us for some reason mm-hmm. even when it's not reciprocated in many cases correct and you know it's like people don't want them to say anything about it because then they do the same thing that people do when it comes to us and the police whoa whoa whoa, whoa. don't don't say that right first of all it's not all the police right you gotta we gotta have both sides we we, <coughs> we got to have the debates you got to have people posting all kinds of uh, uh shit in your facebook posts you gotta have people saying you know it's it's, it's your fault you gotta right. have people all of a sudden the same exact tactics the same motherfucking tactics you do not extend to somebody that looks the same as your black ass. You do not extend the, you do not extend the empathy and the sympathy to the same women that will stand up, that will protest, that will fight, that will riot, that will stand by your side, that will push you forward, that help you become a man. You turn around and you look at that woman when something happens to her and you go, oh, bitch, that's on you. Come on now. It's right. one of those things you where can, you can opt out. Right. Because the one thing we do have left is that patriarchy and that sexism so we can opt out we get to be like well this is your issue now we're like the baltimore orioles fans standing on the sideline watching the protesters and heckling you know like it's easy to it's easy to opt out you know that hey it's, it's it's not gonna happen to me or this one's not my issue you know and we hide behind you know and like this one dude and i do think he was well meaning i do think he got sort of uh okie doked a little bit last night because he tweeted some stuff about how much he loves black women and some of the tweets were you know i think taking a bit out of context but also their low-key coded language in there that is offensive to some black women things like some of the compliments like i love I don't love black like it was like I don't love black women for what they do for me, but I love for I love them for the way they make me feel when they're around. And some people were taking that like, well, that's still us about you though, <laughs> right? That's still something for you for how we can make help you basically the way it help your feelings, but that's not really about us necessarily. You know, another thing um he, you know like people were describing black women as strong and i love their strength and how they inspire and how they uplift us and how they do this and for the record i do love those things about black women i do genuinely i do genuinely love those things those things are still in many cases a protection 
that they have to put on and armor that they have to put on to protect themselves from society at large and the aggression against them so they don't get the luxury of being soft Mm-mm. of being feminine Mm-mm. of being protected right of being somebody that to be coveted they have to go battle armor up like alongside the men you know like yeah that that is something that has been robbed of them and then we're looking at it and kind of spinning it to like a virtuous thing um which you know like like i said if that's how you feel i'm not trying to tell anybody not to feel that way um i think everyone's been conditioned and if and if and and there's it's a loaded word because it's been mask masking sexism and racism for so long right right? the word strong and and uplift and all this shit like it's really been a way to because because we use that same language to treat black women like the incredible hulk like what well now this is also the reason i don't fuck with your ass because you too strong and you don't need nobody and you think you independent and you have all these negative things that come from that same mindset that same word that we're right so i you know I, i i definitely understand but you know i wanted to relay this shit because whenever i go on this tangent without without fucking fail always a few brothers popping up like man well i mean why is this like the cops one dude even quoted me and then said something like so i this what we supposed to tell kids because because i you know i had a quote that basically was like um you know the way that that black men kill black women we worse than the cops like we I said, you know who kills more black women than the police? Black men. Think about that shit before being upset that sisters don't feel supported. Right. Right? So, um, you know, this dude was like, so is that what I'm supposed to tell black girls and black boys when I'm talking to them about the police? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You might should. Yep. You probably should. Uh, matter of fact, you definitely should tell a black boy that you know because it, it to be honest it really ain't gonna help her because mm-hmm. ain't really her fault right but you might want to tell your son that yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah you might want to sit down and drop the bros before a hole sometimes and talk about the epidemic amongst black people where we're killing our women yeah i think you should you know black women are three times more likely to be killed by intimate partner violence than any than all the other races doesn't that seem like something that we will probably want to address in our community doesn't that seem like or is it because it's a black man thing to fix it's like well we can't talk about it and a woman can't bring it up because that's divisive so she can't have an opinion on it because then it's, she's nagging us and she's making us feel bad and poor us we're getting shot by the cops so you know because black women don't get shot by the cops only black men right so so we we, now at this point we're not the focus of all the sympathy so we can't flip it around and be like oh i empathize with you and i'm gonna spread that message you know i i don't consider our podcast necessarily a platform to promote and push certain messages but you know so be it we do have this platform Mm -hmm. i would like to spread that awareness and i would like to see niggas cut out these motherfucking excuses and, and, and stop trying to be real nuanced and pragmatic when it comes to the death of our women uh because that's not how you show love you know i you know bottom line you know people like well the way that people are describing this this love shit uh it's about what we can do for them and i'm like 
because a lot of niggas don't love y'all right come on they don't know what love is Mm -hmm. they only know love through the vehicle and the prism of what you can do for them and that and that and there's a lot of people like that in general yes it is but when one person is killing the other person the mentality has to go you know um here's some other numbers um that came up the violence policy center in washington dc found these facts in a 2012 report of 2010 domestic violence stats for black women 94 percent of black women killed by men in single victim single offender incidents knew their killers 94 percent um nearly 15 times as many black women were murdered by a man they knew then were killed by a stranger right motherfuckers don't hop out the woods y'all 64 percent of black victims who knew their offenders were wives ex-wives or girlfriends of the offenders people that they're intimate with the number of black women shot and killed by their husband or intimate partner was nearly five times as high as the total number murdered by strangers using all weapons combined shit now all of them all weapons combined. <laughs> all any, weapons. any method of killing somebody you know um it's 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 amazing that that people can 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 even approach black women on some like this y'all ain't doing enough and if you would just act a certain way this shit wouldn't happen it's us that's not acting a certain way right it's us. right they feel like it's the same excuse that you're told but for some reason because it's coming out of your mouth and, and you're at a point of superior superiority that it's an excuse and the thing about it you know especially when uh a lot of these dudes goes bros over hoes yeah it's bros over hoes till you want to fuck her it's bros over hoes till you want to cook meal it's bros over hoes until certain things and it's just one of those things where at the end of the day it's a lot of uh brothers that have been hurt been very 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 hurt you well, but you know what though there's just to, i want to clear up fucking somebody isn't loving them no it's not so it's not even like there's a lot of people that they might fuck black women they might have sex with them but that doesn't mean you love them that loving loving somebody is an act like when when people um you know i you know i try not to do that shit too much on social media to be honest because i don't want to come off like i'm pandering and honestly i don't want to be pandering you know if it's not genuine i don't want to talk about it but when people you know brought up the why do i love black women thing i always started the same exact place the reason i love black women the reason i love you the reason i love you know the people we come into contact with through the show my family members all this shit Mm -hmm. it actually has very little to do with black women and i don't mean that as a slight at all it has very little to do with them it has a lot to do with my father because i watched him love somebody and when you watch that it you know by example it just it permeates through your life Mm -hmm. and you want to you want to do that too like i want to pass that out so it you know when you see people that don't you know it it's like you always feel like you're wrong like i'm always like damn how can y'all not you know what i mean like what's wrong with y'all it's never been an option to me to not love you know uh the people that are around me you know even if i just wanted to reciprocate what i was given at minimum you know what i mean so i don't know we're broken man yeah yeah we're just broken it's a lot of a a lot of pain and a lot of hurt and a lot and a lot of things that need to be addressed in our community it's a lot of people honestly that need 
uh help and they actually need to go to psychologists psychiatrists and shit like that everything can't be prayed away everything can't be uh put some oil on your head and all that shit no some people actually need help and in our community we're taught there's something wrong with that you're crazy if you go why are you talking to the shrink and all that other bullshit but there's a lot of people that actually need a lot of help and i think for me the reason why uh i i, and I guess the reason why i just love i love black people period um but for me the reason why i just love like i do is because i know how it feels not to be loved I like I I know how it feels to be in a lonely, desperate place. I know how it feels to be in a room full of people and still feel and still not feel loved. And because I know how that feels, I don't ever want anybody to feel like that. That's why my heart goes out. That's why I have empathy and sympathy. That's why I have compassion. That's why I try my best to be as understanding as I can to somebody else's plight. Because it's one of those things where you never know what somebody else is going through. A lot of people come from that, but they let it turn them bitter. And then they don't have that. And, you know, like I said, we've been conditioning a lot of people trying to cope, but that like that is a huge part of of it is that people haven't experienced that love and they can't help themselves so Mm -hmm. um they pass it down whether on purpose or by accident they just pass it down and that hurt to each other and you know just fundamentally they've been broken and they don't want to take the individual steps to try to fix it right on on a on a micro level so on a macro level you just look at this shit and you're like yeah so niggas ain't showing up to the march you know what right. I mean? this, this is the end results of that yes because you know what you know what it would mean for men to show up to the march of a black woman who's been murdered it would mean that it would be the same as if cops showed up to the trayvon martin march right it would be the same thing as is if, if police showed up to the michael brown march and wanted to support the, the family because a lot of the people that are you know uh silent on these domestic violence issues and domestic abuse and death a lot of these are black men and they're and even if you're one of the quote-unquote good ones and you're silent and you stand by and you and you make these excuses and 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 this shit on on social media about it and you you know you give cover to the Stephen a smith and, and all these people these assholes you're part of the fucking problem you're just like the the cop that showed up after walter scott got killed the black cop who then went on record and lied in his testimony and was like yeah the dude stole the taser i saw it like you're that guy you know in your silence you're that guy and it's not even like when you show up to the marches for the black dudes you got to do shit anyway you know what i mean like a lot of black women are taking the lead on that so all you got to do is be there you couldn't be there for rakia boy you couldn't be there like that's that's crazy you know how did that how did you make it to the other shit but not this you know (laughs) this is a sad state of affairs but i i really do encourage people man go google that shit if you don't understand you can't relate you think what i'm saying is crazy niggas like niggas are killing black women more than the cops kill black people yes they do they have like you think you scared of the cops what should black women be of us you know you can't just you can't just eschew this shit and dismiss it and then call them divisive for daring wanting to be supported you know and and i'm and i'm taking it beyond just fucking or 
being in a partnership i just mean as a human fucking being dog like mm-hmm. you know <laughs> as a human being you you have th- that little empathy for another person on the planet you just on some like man why y'all gotta be bringing up this divisive shit i said you strong i mean damn what you want me to say right there, there's no love there's no compassion in, in, in that statement and it's also one of those things where you know it's it's funny when the police officer beats um a black man and the 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 black man turns around and you know he attacks back and all of a sudden you have the media covering it okay let's let's say it's it's a black man with the black woman and that woman strikes back not that she's valid valid in her attacking or anything all of a sudden you get the same argument how it is her fault she's the victim you know she she should have restrained herself you know and if he turns back and hit her that's what the bitch get the police turn back around and hit you as a black man out there be out out, out there something happened to you all of a sudden you're going to want people to defend you, you you're going to want um protest you're gonna want this stuff because you're gonna say that's not right but when it's a black man doing it to a black woman all of a sudden i'm a timeline on facebook all these excuses all this reason why it's her fault right. but the same thing is extended to you when it comes to police officers and people go people want to tell me it's not the same it's the motherfucking same in they, my mind because people, you're the one in power people have been upset about freddie gray but spending the last three days defending floyd mayweather and why they gotta watch the fight right that's been happening and they don't even see any irony in that there's zero amount of irony it's like how dare i be inconvenienced of my shit right i want to watch the fight and these black women talking about some motherfucking this dude beat women why what is wrong with y'all right i just want to watch the fight and feel like i'm still a good person by the way i decided i'm not watching that fight i couldn't i can't do it i and i i'm not even saying that if you watch it you bad or you wrong i personally am not doing it it don't like one i always knew that fight was gonna happen after i didn't give a fuck uh i'm pretty sure episode one of this podcast or somewhere around that part that was exactly what we talked about someone was like when are they gonna fight and i was like whenever they do choose to fight it'll be long after i give a fuck Mm -hmm. uh so i'm not even saying it on something i'm just a good person but two, mm-hmm. when I watch the people that are defending why they need to watch the fight, I can't fucking do it. I'm like, I'm, I definitely ain't rolling with y'all. Right. You must be out your motherfucking mind. I don't agree with this. Mm-mm. Now, feel free to do whatever you want to do to watch that fucking fight. I'm not, you know, not judging people for watching it, but personally, can't do it, man. I watch the NBA playoffs and a movie and some anime and skip right over that motherfucking right. fight the avengers come out this weekend fuck that yeah people gonna live tweet that shit anyway um the results will be posted sunday morning i don't need to see it i'm good you know i was thinking about going to my brother's fight party and shit i'm okay like i you know it was funny even talking to my brother about it in the conversation me and my brother had i couldn't help but be like yeah man they could beat a lot of women though right and it's, it's like and i know in real life most people don't even bring that shit up about him but i couldn't help it i was just like yeah man it feels kind of kind of icky paying a hundred dollars for this shit man like you know i know nobody's perfect but damn you know right. it's hard to overlook and not only is it hard to overlook he beat black women so nobody gives a fuck if he'd have punched one white woman his ass would have been in jail right this is amazing level of just callousness that we have man all right all right other news all right other news jay-z went um well first of all the news was reporting that jay-z's uh app title uh flopped 
how can you tell i mean it just started well i guess three weeks ago it was uh the number two um download on u.s sales uh for apps then it fell out of the top 700 it was top 20 and it crashed out of the top 700 um it was so bad it actually gave spotify a boost it increased public awareness of spotify which led to people downloading it and of course with spotify you get a free version so people are like oh let me try spotify free i didn't know you could stream music correct it's a pretty pretty big fail in my opinion <gasps> okay now i'm not saying that that's the end for jay Mm-mm. i mean he's dropped he's lost a lot of bricks and come back fell back had to fall back before yeah um so he said on twitter stream of content is coming in five four three two title facts hashtag title facts title is doing just fine we have over seven hundred and seventy thousand subscriptions we have been doing we have been in business less than one month hashtag title facts the itunes store wasn't built in a day it took spotify nine years to be successful we are here for the long haul please give us a chance to grow and get better hashtag title facts there are many big companies that are spending millions on smear campaign we are not anti anyone we are pro artists and fan hashtag title facts we made title for fans we have more than just music we have video exclusive concerts tickets for events early live sports title is where artists can give their fans more without the middleman hashtag title facts it wasn't promoted like that though that, that's what they fucked up because even if it was promoted like that that's not what was taken from their press conference because they tried to have a dazzling show of look at all these big name artists yeah that's not good. and if you're if, if the thing you're promising is that indie artists will get their money through this then that's what you should have promoted it with independent artists mm-hmm. showing up not look at jay-z and beyonce standing next to kanye that that's not enough like because the only thing that people are gonna read from that is oh look a lot of famous people standing together um indie artists who want to work directly with us keep 100 percent of their music if they don't want the ceos all in their videos ha title facts title pays 75 percent royalty rate of for, to all artists writers and producers not just the founding members on stage rich getting richer question mark Equity values, YouTube, 390 billion, Apple, 760 billion, Spotify, 8 billion, Title, 60 million. Hashtag title facts. So he's basically saying, we ain't in this just for some money because we ain't making as much as everybody else. My cousin moved to Nigeria to discover new talent. Title is a global company. We have Title X. It supports artists by giving them a platform to connect with their most loyal fans. Title is for all. Hashtag title facts. Our actions will speak louder than words. We made title to bring people the best experiences and to help artists give that to their fans over and over again we are human even daft punk ha we aren't perfect but we are determined hashtag title facts um so he doesn't uh that's tweet probably, much right if i said that's the problem most series of tweets he's had since he had that account yeah um you know and i personally am not wishing him any ill will and i think competition is only going to make things better in right cause, that community right cause other services to step their game up like i have no problem yeah. with the competition because competition actually the consumer wins shit gets cheaper yep um so you remember that iggy azalea gibberish rap yeah that she did that made no fucking sense tire yeah. monks tire monks yes i do well come to find out that that seems to be her 
basically stealing Kendrick Lamar's song from Kendrick Lamar's song Drugs. Oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll play it for you. Um, tire marks, tire marks. Tire marks, tire marks. As you can tell, he said tire marks. So I don't know. It's like her horrible black scent is making it <laughs> worse than it is. Unintelligible. Right. Tire marks. Tire marks, tire marks. Finish line with the fire marks. Tire marks, tire marks. Finish line with the tire marks. When the relay starts, I'm a runaway slave. Oh. When the relay starts, I'm a runaway train. So she changed it from a runaway slave to I've runaway never heard train. This song. Huh? I've never heard this one. Yeah, this Kendrick song is old, but she changed it from runaway slave to runaway train. By the way, she did used to say runaway slave, and she will say like, "I'm a run." When the relay starts, I'm a runaway slave. Master. <gasps> yep. Yep. Relay starts. I'm a runaway slave. Oh. Uh. Got home protocol. Come take a protocol. Just damage it. That's my protocol. Cause many Italians are salty. No camera. I don't care who you are. No camera. Type with a godly protocol. You an amateur. They want a I'm pretty sure at 44 second mark she said nigga by the way um me and me and nick jew got on the case as detectives and figured oh, it out yes so yeah she uh still the people she stole stole that mm-hmm. yep by the way uh people that hate iggy azalea probably should lead with this right i can back this getting tired of uh like a lot of you really didn't play it right with the i don't like her she think people act like she the only person with a big ass no no that's not the angle the she said nigga and slave master and stole kendrick's lamar's rap probably the way to get everyone on your side right really hard to defend that shit you know what i mean so probably would go with that um monique still mad still holding on to all that anger um long after everybody cared by the way i don't care what everybody says i'm for this <laughs> all right people keep talking about she need to let it go it's a dead horse uh why can't she understand because it's her dead horse and she's being petty right now yes and she she's is. tired of niggas calling her a liar when she wasn't no motherfucking lie and too many people that had no motherfucking uh that had no spoon was all up in her kool-aid too many people <laughs> oh nah you know she lying lee daniels would never do that turns out he would and she got the emails to prove it meanwhile monique is back in the news you know she has a couple of projects that are coming up that a lot of people are still talking about her semi-feud with lee daniels yeah she says that lee told her that she had blackballed for being difficult well we talked to lee and he seemed to back it up but look at mo now yes. i mean so did hollywood really turn it back on her I never bought into me being blackballed by Hollywood. 
That was something that Mr. Daniel said. She asked me, why haven't I worked? And I said, you pissed a lot of people off. You were making demands. Her feud with Daniels runs deep. Monique claims he cut her out of two of his biggest projects. She told us she even has emails proving she was originally offered the part of Cookie and Empire. And God, do not withhold your blessings. And she claims he offered her the role of Gloria in The Butler before he convinced Oprah. Lee, I just don't want to embarrass myself. And he, was, he would say to me, stop saying that. Stop saying that. Why do you think you're going to embarrass yourself? Because it's like picking up an instrument when you haven't touched it in 15 years. I love Mr. Daniels, and I wish that brother nothing but the absolute best. And we actually reached out to him through email, and we hadn't gotten a response. So why did Monique disappear? After winning the Oscar for Precious, she didn't work in Hollywood for nearly four years. Her reason? Not that she was blackballed, but that she was lowballed. When you didn't see me, and then he said I was blackballed, people married those two things together and said, oh, that's why we haven't seen her. That's not why. It's simply because if we continue to take those low offers, that award means absolutely nothing. So was the holdout worth it? How could you be so selfish? The answer may be yes. She is producing and starring in the new movie Blackbird, and she's coming to HBO. Remember what I told you about the blues? Monique co-stars with Queen Latifah and Bessie, the story of blues legend Bessie Smith, and it's her biggest payday yet. What they did was play fair. When I say I make more money from HBO than I've ever made in my career, that's what it is because they were fair in the negotiations. Yeah, I'm... Get him, Monique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fully on her side. I don't even know how you can't right. be. She, she basically, I won this award, and y'all didn't want to pay me what I'm worth. I'm not taking this shit because y'all gonna underpay me, and what are you gonna say? You're gonna promote it like you paid me Oscar prices. Mm-hmm. And you know, they try to hit her up because she black. They try to lowball her. Like, oh yeah, you want an Oscar, but come on, it's a black Oscar. Come on. You can't really be seriously expecting us to pay you right. Oscar money. And I mean, she's like, nope. You know, you're a black woman. I, shit. I don't blame her. And I want to see that uh, Bessie movie with Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. And I want to see that other thing HBO got with The Rock. Yeah. Um, and then they had a email she, she saved from him that said Lee, Lee Daniels had a conversation um, with Monique about his new television pilot for Imagine TV called Empire. It says Sway reading the email. Email gets we you every like, time, won't it? Mm-hmm. it will every time we would like to screen test her for the role of cookie please contact us with her television quotes so that we can start a test option and comma deal we are tentatively looking at monday february 24th for the screen test mm-hmm. you read another email from rep for daniels that said the deal fell through and the network insisted that the role go to taraji unfortunately it's not going any further for monique lee fought for her because he thought she would be great for the pilot but studio and network executives assisted on offering the role to taraji thank you so much for providing us with the information sorry it didn't work out we're all big fans of hers so uh yeah man she was right now all her apology all that shit talking you can drop that i know taraji killing the role that ain't what she said it wasn't about who could do it better she just said i was offered that and y'all went no but he would never <laughs> like y'all were disgusted that he would even offer her the role you know i'm not even gonna get into the idea that you know why y'all feel that way but yeah it's yes yeah, she all she said was the dude offered her the role uh, uh the dude asked her to audition for the role and then basically came back and told her 
i wanted you for the road but they wouldn't let me so it's not even like he said well you didn't do as good a job at taraji so yeah man i don't blame her for kicking that dead horse y'all niggas call her a liar and he did too so so yeah you don't get to come and then also what she's supposed to take less why Mm-mm. explain that to me ain't that true she got principles she's like nigga i'd rather not work than go out here and basically make this oscar worthless right because it'll be worthless the second i take a check for less i'm gonna be taking checks for less for the rest of my motherfucking career period it's a worthless check now it's a worthless uh it's a worthless accolade at this point i gotta still prove myself after i win my oscar that didn't that, that makes sense to nobody like she she wants she hit that milestone and she wanted that guap for that milestone that everybody else get except her black ass right come on man y'all wrong mm-hmm. and shit um chipotle has finally found a solution to his carnitas problems what they doing um, i like the carnitas that's that pulled pork pulled pork yeah mm-hmm. uh well they had run into an issue it was a challenge and they had to um cease it because there's a fa- there's a pork shortage um the company went out and found a new supplier and also they're looking at using other cuts of pork Okay, long as it's still good. Don't so, have a sound like some of y'all gonna be eating them hog malls, burritos, <laughs> canadas. Mm-hmm. Y'all, them carnitas. Y'all, <laughs> canadas. I mean, carnitas. Y'all carnitas gonna be made out of uh, motherfucking <laughs> chitlins. Ah. Yeah, you can give me a chitlin. Pork hearts. Yeah, give me, give me a, uh, give me a, uh, some, some, some fat back tacos, please. <laughs> Put a little bit of collard greens in there. <laughs> with some hot sauce you know that sounds kind of good i might need to invent that <laughs> you know it's out there somewhere they just they just ain't tm to jet yeah uh yeah y'all about to be getting eaten lips and assholes dog <laughs> like my mama said from the rooter to the tutor <laughs> right. that's why i only fuck with Cadova. um we believe we have found a new solution to help fill the gap with a new supplier we're encouraged by what we've seen so far um so they expect the carnitas to be coming back to a significant number of restaurants in the third quarter and they have it in all their restaurants by the fourth quarter so get ready to eat y'all sell some some tails because y'all gonna be eating the, t- the chicken t- the, the pig tails and shit. Uh, you're gonna be eating that shit gonna have a spring to it you're eating that tail mm-hmm. why do y'all about to be why y'all about to be asking them because they got tabasco in there y'all about to be asking them for that texas feet <laughs> y'all walk in there like they do to the grocery store your, your feet gonna be in a jar you're gonna be like i want that right there yeah yeah that right there yeah <laughs> <laughs> like they do down here when they be picking their pig feet out the, out the, out the jar it's gonna be pickled yeah yes it is pickle pig pickle pig feet <laughs> burrito uh they're also testing um delivery chipotle delivery could, it's I, happening i'm not against this um as they said uh they recently told investors that an earnest call to chain was signing a deal with the delivery service postmates to make the dream of burrito delivery a reality they promised deliveries in 60 minutes or less which i'm gonna be honest they're gonna have to find some way to keep my burrito warm for 60 minutes i don't want no cold ass burrito 60 minutes later all right uh, that's okay i take my ass down in a standing line mm-hmm uh the startup operates in 67 markets so not everyone is privy to this bean and cheese luxury in new york there are 29 chipotle chains available for delivery postmate ceo lehman uh told re slash code jason del rey 
that in just the first quarter of 2015 the company delivered five hundred thousand dollars worth of chipotle orders even before the two launched an official deal del rey attempted to place a chipotle burrito order on postmates just for a research we're sure but found that delivery fees hovered over eleven dollars bringing the total price of the food to a little more than twenty dollars for a burrito one twenty dollars for one burrito I mean, maybe if you're having a party and it ain't too expensive to get like six burritos and everybody can split it but eleven dollars of delivery fee for a burrito man you gotta drive your ass up to chipotle right because the thing is like i guarantee you it's not them it's probably whatever service that they use yeah it's postmates oh. yeah they add to that and that's who they signed the deal with they didn't say if it, the, the deal would lower the cost uh the of the delivery or not and that's okay that's just take my ass down there and stand in the long ass lines like everybody else like that yeah you're not about to nah not about to not, don't even it's not eleven dollars worth of gas to get my ass there no thank you mm-hmm uh navajo actress explains why she left adam sandler uh ridiculous six set ridiculous six uh is a movie um that's going straight to netflix for adam sandler about time he signed a deal with netflix for to make movies for them right that shit gonna be so bad but she, at least it's not going to the fucking theaters yeah um and some native and i have Amer- a question mm-hmm. who the fuck think this dude's still funny uh you have a rhetorical question because no one can answer that okay um so okay, i thought i was crazy that's why i was asking my bad i don't know man i mean funny is subjective as always people keep paying for this shit maybe they go with their kids or something and that's why they think it's funny i have no idea i, I take it back i don't think he's funny i'm yeah. like that he i don't know what the rule is funny in a long time the last movie i saw his was blended and i laughed at how ridiculous it was and bad it was and uh how terry cruz was just straight up acting ridiculous in that movie um so i don't i don't know anyway um let me see if i can play this controversy already for adam sandler's new movie and it hasn't even hit screens yet about a dozen native american actors walked off the set of this film called ridiculous six this week they say the script is offensive and the jokes are racist and the film is disrespectful to disrespectful to women and the elderly. Sandler co-wrote the film and it's the latest project for his production company, Happy Madison. It's supposed to be a satire of the 1960s Western, The Magnificent Seven. Sandler also stars in the movie along with Dan Aykroyd and Nick Nolte and it's set to be released on Netflix next year. Well, Allie Young was one of the actors who walked off the set and she joins me now. So, Allie, thank you for being with us and talking about this. Thank you for having me. Sure. Hi. Let's start with this. I'm sure when you first heard that you were being cast in this Adam Sandler movie, you had to be so excited and so thrilled, especially with Nick Nolte and Dan Aykroyd in the movie, too. When did that change there once you got on set? Sure. Well, being on set, I think when it first hit me was going into the dressing room, um, makeup and hair, and seeing, I mean, I'm full-blooded Navajo, and they bronzed me, and, you know, I was quite confused. So right um, away, it didn't feel right there, but when did it really get worse? Because what strikes me here, the movie had a cultural consultant who joined you uh, when you left. So what were the parts where it really turned a corner and you said, you know what, I cannot have anything to do with this film? 
Well, it was when the cultural consultant left the set. He was the first to leave. And, you know, that says something when the cultural advisor for the film quits. Well, I- now, who, you gotta, at this point, you got to wonder, who is the replacement for the cultural consultant, or do they just not have one at this point? Because, like, I feel like there has to be some equivalent of a cultural consultant that just will take a check. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey. It's not really doing their job. They're like, okay, right. whatever y'all do, because if somebody that has integrity quits, oh, it's downhill from there. Because right. they probably are telling them, hey, y'all, y'all don't have problems with this. Nah, you know, that's questionable. Like, they're probably challenging them. And they was like, we don't know what the fuck we're going to do. All right, I'm out. Right. Like, there's got to be somebody that will green light the ridiculously offensive, unfunny jokes. Always. Of Adam Sandler. Always. And I'm sure that that person going to come on the set. Like, well, what's the problem? I don't see any problem with this. When do I get paid? Like, are those like the people that are Native American that want the team to stay the redskins that dan snyder keeps giving money and they like uh i love the name the redskins it's proud of my heritage and i it's i support it 100 percent. make the check out to uh cash right please. and then she told me they had the bronzer yeah 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 they, <laughs> they had to make me darker though yeah, they had to darken her up they had right. to, they had the native american her up <laughs> right because uh and i guarantee you it's for some corny ass like never hoe more like never bitch googly goo right like i guarantee it's for something that's not even fucking funny and it's right matter of fact that joke might be too funny for the adam sandler script it might right a hot five minutes of being on screen right um yeah because he's offended. I understand there were some uh, names of women's characters there that were very, very offensive. Uh, what to you? What were the other instances where you said I can't, I can't have anything to do with this film? There was one instance uh, where one of the Native American women, played by a white actress, is passed out. On- by the way, don't you love that shade? Mm-hmm played by a white actress she threw that in there real quick right like, all these native american women here but you right got a white person yeah, they darken me the up right. but then of course you know for for her she's white the native american women played by a white actress is passed out on the ground and uh, the group of uh white men are throwing liquor on her and she jumps up and she starts dancing with everyone else and you know that that's not comedy when it comes to Native American stereotypes because we're always portrayed as the drunk Indian and that's just perpetuating those stereotypes right and to me those would be the equivalent of I don't know. Some Dane Cook wants to do a movie or some shit, right? Whoever, like someone that has a history of terrible movies. Um, and then black actors walk off the set because he was putting people in blackface and throwing chicken on them and mm-hmm. all this shit. Yeah, um, I'm with them. Like, I trust y'all's judgment. Right. Fuck them. Get you know the fuck out of there. Right. Don't, don't end up being in that picture for the rest of your life thinking I shouldn't have done that. You know, get the fuck out of there while you can, man. You can you know? always get more work. If you are on the set, you're the one who's privy to the jokes before we as a public even see them. Right. And I've been privy to his previous works, and that motherfucker is not out here putting out revolutionary, groundbreaking comedy Mm-mm. that is pushing the boundaries of what we see as funny. funny. 
like he ain't doing that he's doing the most hack cliche googly goo jokes and then getting some sort of bodily fluid shot on him every every uh movie mm-hmm. i'm taking y'all's word that it wasn't funny and it was offensive and you need to go yeah i'm, I'm good it seems like it's, uh, you know, one incident after another there. I, I want to bring this up. A Netflix spokesperson released the statement to the media saying the movie has ridiculous uh, in the title for a reason, because it is ridiculous. It is a broad satire of Western movies and the stereotypes they popularized featured featuring a diverse cast that is not only part of it, but in on the joke. So what's your response to that? My response is that you know, it's it's comedy, but still, you can do that. But using Native Americans, and they're supposed to be portraying the Apache tribe, but with the the costumes, it is mm-hmm. not a correct portrayal of the Apache. Yeah, I, the thing is too. Like I said, if they had a a movie where it's like we're all in on the joke, we're all in on the joke, and then they do shit like have black people in there where they throw watermelon on us and then we get up and start twerking oh oh y'all will be offended joke or no joke right and adam sandler's movies do not have not he has not earned that as a movie maker Mm-mm. this idea that well no 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 his movies are so cerebral that it's really just <laughs> it's really just him poking fun at the stereotype no nah, no he's not no the, uh, the apache tribe so they're still perpetuating those stereotypes. Let me ask you very and quickly in, in the short time that we have, uh, uh, has this changed your view of Adam Sandler? Uh, are you totally offended by him? Are you still a fan? You know, on set, he, he's, a, he's a good guy. You know, he would go around mm-hmm. and joke around with everyone. And I right. truly believe he's a good guy. And um, it, it's just a little sad to see that, you know, maybe right. they're not willing to change anything about it. All right, Ella Young, we thank you for sharing your experience with us and being with us on the show. Hey, YouTube fans, I'm Luke Russert. All thanks. right, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> I'm not fans of YouTube here. All right, buddy, cut it out. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm with them. I'm like, fuck him. Me too. Like it. <laughs> and you know, we all about the human, but it's one of those things where I guarantee you that shit was probably offensive and it's one of those things where they're like i don't want to be the one where somebody snapped this you get all the think pieces and all that shit and i'm at the forefront of that shit nope yeah well his movie now has to uh acquit itself as far as i'm concerned you know his movie now needs to acquit itself uh it gotta be funnier than that shit what sounded stupid you know like if it comes out and it's funny like all things it people will go oh okay all right well shit wasn't wasn't that big a deal you know she was tripping um but we see. will see and odds are it's gonna be terrible uh i'll talk about here before we move on to ball alert um pat robertson prays for jesus to cure lesbianism you know can't wait for him to start blaming bruce jenner for the drought in california (laughs) i know that's coming (laughs) yeah he said uh uh in a 700 club profile lisa kemp recalled that she turned to sex and drugs as a result of being molested at the age of five she turned to lesbian relationships for comfort the 700 club narrator explained 
when i got around with more of the gay lifestyle then automatically i just thought that i was gay that i was born like this kept insisting i was sleeping with everything that moved i mean i just became such a terrible person but while she was in prison kemp decided she wanted to become a christian so she could go to heaven and see her sister who had recently died jesus set me free set her free from homosexuality the narrator noted on that day forth i was completely different i've i've been and i've been completely set free after that never struggle with it again ever ever again so she don't like women's no more she been delivered robertson pointed out that god could see that kemp was beautiful even though she had a wasted life well damn that included sexual promiscuity drug addiction alcoholism lesbianism prostitution everything you can think of so her life was wasted according to the televangelist god would wash away the guilt and the sin that's what jesus would do for you follow me and you'll be a wonderful beautiful new person you want that right now and he also advised viewers to pray and admit to jesus that they had done filthy things and misused their bodies if you don't get the fuck out of here pat robertson out here trying to help y'all man uh he also uh had this to say because uh, you know that was him talking about women being gay mm-hmm. uh so a woman apparently had some issues with her husband she wrote into the show and he gave her some advice okay this first one is from carolyn who says my husband and i are christians and have been together for 11 years recently i found out he cheated on me with a male christian friend in our church he says it was a mistake that it just happened while they were drunk and he wants me to forgive him i don't know if i can what should i do oh you've been married for 11 years Mm -hmm. this guy got drunk um it was a male friend from church that's well hey drunk he doesn't know what he's dealing with i she says should i forgive of course you should if if he were this way all the time if he's a habitual drunk if he's a habitual homosexual is he a habitual philanderer and all the rest of it then by all means take a hike but one time 11 years don't throw all that away Don't throw it all away, ladies. Bitch, what? You don't want me. Mm-mm. No care. See, when the lesbian woman was gay with her worthless-ass life. All right. He did say her life was worthless. No, that was different. A pointless, non-existent life, and you, you know, you wouldn't recognize until God came and saved you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Suwanee, Georgia, a wedding, uh, a, a company that does printing, refuses to print a gay wedding invitation the owner of alpha graphics franchise alan aiken says he declined the job because of his religious beliefs paige beckwith says throughout her wedding planning process she has been open with vendors that there would be two brides on the wedding day she says none of the vendors seem to care but him <laughs> Beckwith says she contacted the company after being referred by a friend. They were trying to go with the train theme. Their engagement photos taken by snapshots by Alley were on the railroad tracks. Their reception would be at an old train depot in Lawrenceville. Aww. They wanted the invitation to look like a train ticket. So she needed a company that could design and print them. I wonder if she was going to have a bunch of football players run a train at the uh, reception. Never know, man. Train thing. 
the owner called me back and let me know that he was not going to print our invitations because he does not support same-sex marriage i kept asking him how why how could he do this he just basically stood on his religious beliefs referenced the bible called it a sin and i was basically in tears saying how could you treat me this way he recalled she recalled and those are white women tears guys so this man was strong real strong Aiken declined to talk on camera and only spoke briefly with uh the news lady by phone confirming that he had denied the job Aiken said he would have printed other things for the couple just not wedding invitations <laughs> what well, so how does that work well hold up hold up <laughs> i'll print i'll print uh if y'all want to have like a reception i got you but now nah, i can't be printing a wedding that's different why why you accept it you want some of the money but not all the money fuck you mm-hmm. yeah like i don't want to help y'all out too much because that's like i'm okay with it uh right now nah, we just canceled that order you get no money uh he also said he had declined other kind of print jobs on religious grounds like what <laughs> like can you tell me one tell me one. Oh, y'all slept before marriage right tell uh, me one well you guys are kind of whore you guys are kind of fat and you might be glutton so i gotta decline mm-hmm. uh, the georgia law businesses do have the right to say i'm not going to do business with this sort of couple said holloway the suny uh at the suny alpha uh is a franchise so beckwith took a complaint to the company's main office which apologized and offered to design a printer invitations at no charge um but they obviously can't get him to do it they're gonna have to do it somewhere else in melator it's the type of decision that has made headlines in other states bakeries and uh, well they talk about the other stuff too mm-hmm. um, supreme law get ready to vote on supreme court get ready to vote on this shit too like hey states hey hey y'all can't y'all gotta stop this shit yeah they do need to cut this shit out um, right now i hope they do really really soon because this is some shit that if you leave in the state's hands in certain parts of the country people are like no we're gonna do what the fuck we want to do we don't got nothing about the state passing the law fuck you we still ain't gonna allow you to get married but the state game we can't supreme court gotta be like you know what fuck it either you do it or you lose your motherfucking job it's not your choice mm-hmm uh all right let's uh go ahead and get in the baller alert real quick let's do it hopefully spotify will at least play the baller alert song or else it's gonna get pretty awkward pretty fast and it is gonna get pretty awkward pretty fast god damn it because it's moving yeah but it ain't playing is there something wrong with the sound card on it or something i don't know i think it's spotify it will play if i like if i if i went and got it off of youtube i think it'll play um let me see if i can just do that shit i don't know spotify just started acting up a couple of days ago and right because like it works through everything else yeah um son of a bitch <laughs> why are you trying to make me look stupid in front of everybody uh, if i take too long to shut it down won't it uh well i had to shut the computer down it would be oh, okay in the ass I don't know if I can just play it through this. You probably can. Why don't this work? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know I'm looking for a five-star bitch. I'm talking about how we look like she just stepped out of my place. I'm talking about this old going to be something serious. Hit up 12 bars, Gucci Mega Nikon. We don't call them by 
stars no more. Oh, now we call them five stars. Five star nigga, that's a five star click. That's a stitch for the side, just that new M6. Pay a bill, get a half, we might even pay a rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I ain't even lie. I'm so super high. Do not need her when I keep her unless she is the All right. Here's the choices, guys. Uh, game, Groupie Tail. You know, the rapper game. Mm-hmm. All right. Beware of the professional homeboy. It's number two. Party Next Door says no selfies at the ball alert. Groupie Tail alleged. Groupie Speaks, number three. Number four, Youngberg, Groupie Tail. And number five, let's go with uh, Finding Love on the World Wide Web. Um, so you guys go ahead and uh, tally up the votes, and uh, I'll play some more music. Ooh, how am I wait? all right what'd you say Karen? one all right number one game groupie tail y'all want to hear about game the rapper um all right everybody knows game um or the game i guess is what he got i heard um i probably heard his music but you know me and people i heard this song before let's take him back the beat Uh uh-huh and as always stop but uh that's all you need to hear that's all you need to hear uh game is of course that like that's what's funny about that single is that that's basically 50 cent song yeah like i think he does the first two voice verses even like and game's whole first album is basically 50 cent just on dre beat so anyway and also i hate the way he raps because he's always dropping names uh so game groupie tell i met game sunday afternoon oh by the way this is from 2009 i met game sunday afternoon at hollywood boulevard coming out of the louis vuitton store him and about four other niggas came out with shit loads of bags so me and my sister were placing our bags in the car with some bald head nigga jogged across the street when he was trying to holler he was extremely handsome but i didn't find the bag the big ass tattoo of the weed flower on his head cute at all come to find out he really is a weed head lols so anyways we in the parking lot i gave weed head the cold shoulder so he proceeded with talking to my sister outside the car they was posted chopping it up while i was inside the car catching the attitude because i had extreme headache and i was ready to bounce the game pulled up next to me in this nice ass candy uh, apple red rover and i'm in my 2007 mustang gt so he rolled his window down and said what's the long face for beautiful 
then bald head ass gonna say some shit like i think she mad ah. that a, i think she mad that a nigga didn't give her any play i flicked his bald head ass off and continued to look forward so gang gets out of his car and crouch down to my window i think she meant crouch down but crouch down to my window and i continued to not look in his direction he had on some bomb ass cologne which kind of turned me on he was like i'm mad you acting funky girl what can what cat bit you in the ass i couldn't help but laugh and look his direction i must say game is fine as hell he's extremely handsome in person he has some pretty eyes so i'm like ain't shit bite me in the ass so he he starts laughing and replies you a feisty chick huh anyways we end up talking and finally exchange numbers by the way this nigga tall as fuck he has a nice physique built to make a long story short he texted me later on on the night on that night and told me to meet him at the four seasons so we up in his suite just taking it talking and vibing for the longest asked him what special person was getting that louis and he was like shit it could have been you if you would have came in here a bit a bit earlier he starts getting too comfortable so he sparks a blunt then head to the bathroom he then comes out with his shirt off and he lay it on out on the bed watching some football game i'm on the love seat which faces the bed drinking my patron and feeling good watching the game with him he laying on his stomach propped up on the pillow looking at me and i'm like looking at him with a little smirk so he was like why you looking at why you looking at nigga like you want to try to trying to fuck i roll my eyes then continue to sip my drink he then stays say start saying some shit like his shoulders is tensing up so i got up and went over to him and got on his back and started to massage his broad shoulders so we talking getting to know one another oh, she said no you know getting to know one another and well, he, no. right and he keeps saying some sly shit that keeps making me laugh he says he he has a really fun personality and he talks a lot of shit anyway he turns over on his back so that he is facing me and i'm now sitting up on his pelvic area he then gonna flick my boob and gonna say damn girl you got some pears as some titties huh pears like the fruit i started to laugh then like playfully punched his chest fuck you then he was like nah you good i like him just right yours just right he remain we remain in this position for a while too so now i'm checking out his tattoos and he telling me about each one he's tatted so after all this talking he finally said some man a nigga 30 years of age today and i'm like oh why didn't you tell me it was your birthday because you a groupie then he responded like shit you just you saying you that you like you saying that like you was gonna give me something and at at that i bent down and started kissing him he moved his huge hands down and started palming my ass i felt his dick getting rocked as i moved up and down on his jaw i then sat up and removed my blouse and then he lifted himself up and started kissing my cleavage area and the middle of my neck and i wrapped my arms around his neck and he was moaning like he was fucking me i finally had the strength to pull away so i could take my jeans off he then asked me to take his dick out for him so i did just that and you talking about a big mandingo dick i <laughs> i was hoping and praying i could take some of it because this nigga was hanging like a horse 
not only was it long but thick as well i guess he read the expression on my face when i seen his dick because he was like he'll take it easy on me so we kissing and he laid me on my back and wrapped my legs around his back yes we use protection and he slowly guided his dick inside of me without even looking i almost cried but i eventually rocked with the motion and the pleasure started to to fulfill he was fucking me so good and steady and he was kissing me all over my face and my neck and my breast we fucked in this position for a while then i asked him could i ride him my favorite position and he had no hesitation so i get up on top of him and the whole time i'm crying out just moaning his name grinding my lips and he smacked my ass hard as fuck you don't know his name you don't know his name you was just saying the game oh the game oh game the game he telling me to speed up and shit i was literally crying out that i loved him what and shit (laughs) not true he was just doing the shit well i was biting his chest i just couldn't help myself i had to slow down my pace because i couldn't take the dick anymore he was getting me sprung out on his dick and i didn't even know him that long i'm sucking on his bottom lip while he's slowly moving my hips back and forth then he hits sits up and i just start hugging him as i slowly rode him this motherfucker had me crying and some more shit i never had a man put it down on me like he did on like our fourth on our like fourth round he hit it off doggy style where he was like he was rough fucking me i loved each and every inch of it he really had me gone when he rotated his hips and when he slowed down stroking the fuck out of me i left the next day with about four hickeys on my neck and some on my breast i rate him at 100 he really is <laughs> he's really an experienced gentle thug lover he also has a smile that would most definitely defiantly i think she meant definitely that will most definitely have you coming out of your panty draws uh empower empower woman aka spicy i'm sorry empower woman aka spicy said okay ball alert says mm, okay and power woman aka spicy says yes we use protection who's she trying to convince lol ball alert <laughs> says the other thing she did she called his dick a john uh lovey dovey said that was a bit odd cougar spice says yes we use protection who's trying to convince okay um lady link says game is still a pussy oh tracy says wow kitty pride says people still give and receive hickeys man i'm just approved lol <laughs> snowflower said i'm sorry but random groupie tales should evolve some gift or, or or exchange i'm not with it i'll be damned if i give up my ish for some reason just to get nothing in return i can orgasm all by my lonesome <laughs> skits zero 100 says wow shelly says this shit is too long a bunch of unnecessary stuff <laughs> what did weed flower on the head dude have to do with anything this shit right here would have gotten him canceled he texted me later that night told me to meet him at the four seasons i can't stand a motherfucker that texts me for a date fuck whatever rather than calling especially when we just met talk ninja lol she said he was like shit it could have been you if you would have came in here a bit earlier who's she trying to fool he wasn't trying to give her nothing but the dick and them four hickeys mandingos hickeys and penny draws all in one story <laughs> ladies i'm too outdone lol 
Shiloh, I came back later. Madison said there is no LV store in Hollywood Boulevard or Hollywood Boulevard. Try again. And LOL, Shelly says, LOL, get her, Maddie. All the label dropping LV07 Mustang Range Rover and she got it wrong. I've never been, so I don't know. Regular shrug. Ball Alert says, most of these stories on the site be bogus as hell. I do know the Plies one was bogus, even though his story was pretty good. He said he never fucked a girl for seven hours in his entire life. Laugh my ass off. And, uh, got Even the porn stars can't do that. Even who? The porn stars. Yeah, seven hours. Right. I don't believe these dudes wasting that type of effort on no random ass groupie that they'll be able to fuck another one in the next town the next night. Like, yes, I'm doing a show, traveling, getting high, all this shit, but I also got time to drop seven hours of dick on some random. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. Busy ass man. No, no uh ball alert said maddie did a good job catching that the lv store is actually on rodale drive there we going um velvet glove says that louis could have been yours lol i hate a dumb biatch that falls for dumb ish Ooh, girl he said he was gonna take me to the louis store host it down <laughs> just boils my blood giving out all this free pussy and i bet that dick is reggie but because he's game it was long and thick but girl boo uh reggie means not good like whack mimi says there's an lv store near the kodak theater on hollywood and highland it's in the same complex as the kodak theater and the real victor says hmm i'm never referred to the dick as john strange and peter says dick is just that dick hell john sound little and scrawny as fuck laugh my ass off <clears throat> there you go guys Oh wait, why isn't this playing? Oh got a job in Dallas, Texas, and move to Tennessee. If you ain't a fast star, need to go ahead and face it. Gucci fake Louis showed it. Dell make it big. It ain't a fast star bitch. 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 How I carry her walking through the airport like I'm in a parade on my hologram. Is it logging on the E train? Just a five star bitch. Just a five star bitch. Just a five star bitch. Man, just a five star bitch. If your friends go high, and your legs fly, and your juice fly sweat, and your head something fine, and you a five star bitch. 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 I want a five star bitch. I need a five star bitch. I need a five star bitch. I want a five star bitch. I need a five I need the gout of Tiffany. Fendi on my slippers and my cookies. Red flag, no more. Auditions. Ass, let her wang. 
All right, all right. Um, I just realized I will guess the race play. Oh, so <sighs> here we go. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race. Son of a bitch. That's right, it's time for guess the race. Fuck this. I will fix this later. Anyway, um, let's just get right into it. Let's get into it. A Texas veterinarian was fired and uh, under police investigation after bragging about killing a cat with a bow and arrow. Uh, (laughs) 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 A Texas veterinarian is under investigation after bragging about killing a cat with a bow and arrow and posing with the dead animal uh, in a photo on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> these people are fucking Facebook. A Brown veterinarian is fired after what's become the controversial killing of a cat. Dr. Kristen Lindsay bragged on Facebook about hunting a feral cat with a bow and arrow, but we've learned that cat was actually a pet. And we do want to warn you, the photo that we're going to show you about the cat and the vet in this story is graphic. You may consider it that way, and it's also gone viral across this country. News 3's Clay Falls visited with the owners of the Washington Animal Clinic and with the Austin County Sheriff about their animal cruelty investigation. Kristen Lindsay had worked at the Washington Animal Clinic in Brenham for two years. That changed Friday morning because of this Facebook post showing her brag about hunting a feral cat with a bow and arrow. Lindsay was fired and name on the sign outside covered with duct tape. Our goal now is to go on and try to fix her black eye um, and, and hope that people are reasonable and understand that those actions don't in any way portray what we are for here at the Washington Animal Clinic. We put our heart and soul in this place. While the clinic's phone rang more than 500 times Friday morning, supporters like Shannon Stoddard stopped by with balloons and a thank you. She's amazing. She's caring. She's loving. Um, she's a good vet. So maybe her bad choice of posting something on Facebook was not good. Um, but I don't think she should be judged for it. All these people in cities just don't understand what goes on in the country. And they get in an uproar. Well, they ought to just mind their own business. Austin County Sheriff Jack Brandis believes the cat was killed near New Weedham Road, south of Brenham. It's a very sad thing to have to deal with this, but we are investigating it, and we will continue to do a good, thorough investigation and obtain all any and all evidence. Skilled Melanie Dea, the founder of True Blue Animal Rescue, believes the cat that was killed was Tiger, a six-year-old orange tabby. She didn't even take the time to find out if that cat was a friendly cat or a feral cat. And again, either way, it's animal cruelty, and and it's not a good it's not a good message to send to our community. The sheriff's office will be the ones to determine if Dr. Lindsay will face animal cruelty charges. In Brenham, Clay Falls, News Three. All right, guess the race of Christy. Available for comment today. Guess the race of Christy Lindsay. Property owners are. Why is moving slow? All right, yeah. Guess the race of Christy Lindsay, the veterinarian who decided to uh, there was more than one way to skin a cat. (laughs) <laughs> and apparently shoot it with a bow and arrow. <laughs> Let's see. Minorities are more skilled in um with spears and hatchets. White huntress. Oh, oh, Lex. N- nothing but the dog in her white. 
white man with eight more arrows just in case <laughs> all right the correct answer was a big game hunter white all right yeah, i know it was the white delay. says black rob auditioning to be green arrows new sidekick white ruthless toothless meth manufacturer the correct answer is white she was white no i don't think it even sounded like her. All right, that seemed to work. Uh, I put her picture in the chat. Could she be more white? And she's holding it up like by the arrow that she shot into his head. Damn. Oh. Man. And you a vet. People ain't gonna go for that. Hell no, you can't go. <laughs> Damn. It was like, your, your job is to save my animal. No. Right. Man, what a, what a piece of shit. Um, I'm not playing the bonus round music, but this is a bonus round. Um, of guess the race all right um gainesville.com so you know what that means oh oh florida let me love you till the morning comes a man was arrested tuesday afternoon after he was accused of trying to steal a car while naked from a man who offered him some clothes you give a man some clothes he'll be clothed for a day to teach a man to carjack he'll be driving forever ah it's in the bible karen look it up at 3:25 p.m 32 year old ganzo keith haynes was in the buff and ambling along the 20 of uh, southwest 40th avenue when he uh beca- came up on a man beside a vehicle who offered him a chance to cover up the man told gainesville police officers he reached to his coffers with clothing and haynes grabbed his neck and began to choke him haynes told the man to get on the ground and hand over the keys to the car according to the report haynes grip eventually forced the man down and then haynes told the man he no longer wanted the keys haynes then ran away see that's why i don't help nobody (laughs) tell me how much a dollar costs he told them he was naked because he had been drinking and that he grabbed the man in an attempt to get away from the man trying to unbuckle his own pants what yeah uh haynes was arrested on charge of carjacking booked into the jail where he remained uh wednesday awaiting the bond hearing guess the race of ganzo keith haynes man he must have been maybe maybe he was trying to pull his pants down it's like oh let me help you cover up with my dick you're like get off of me <laughs> it became problems then uh white man who has never heard the adjective mandingo applied to his dick cheddar belly people taker country still in colonizer police in training while white saltine saxon penny <laughs> like powered black demon says lex wow uh the correct answer is, is and only uh one of you got it right. right and it was lex it was a black, black man. man so let me boo everybody real quick um, say, what, what, can you boo let's see if it'll work <laughs> And some of you got it right. Well, more like one of you got it right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, all right, man. Uh, let's get out of here on the last thing that we always talk about, like we always do at this time. And I'm pretty sure that uh, this this sound is probably gonna freeze because it's too long. <laughs> Sound like knives and forks. <laughs> Are we fighting over the last piece of steak?
played all the way through i'm amazed um norfolk woman use a sword in a robbery attempt things not to do while high on meth wield a sword and try to rob someone apparently so a search warrant filed by norfolk police in portsmouth circuit county court uh, wait circuit court reveals new details about an incident last month that sent one man to the hospital with a serious cut to his leg christian emmons 34 of norfolk was charged with two counts of malicious wounded and one count of attempted robbery following the march 16th incident in ocean view she remains incarcerated at the hampton Roads regional jail according to the search warrant affidavit emmons went to the beach with a male friend on the day of the incident emmons pulled out a bag of meth and suggested they get hot the affidavit said they went back to the friend's place where they smoked some meth emmons explained she stole the drugs from two of her roommates and that she wanted to rob them <laughs> in, in response the friend gave Emans a sword he had in his apartment and followed her to her apartment Emans and her friend smoked more meth at the apartment how was she planning on getting away with this you live there what are you gonna do give me all the meth uh Sheila you know I know where you live alright Kristen don't you stay here Emans was standing behind the door with the sword when one of her roommates and another person arrived. The affidavit said Emans started swinging her sword at the roommate while demanding money in exchange for stolen meth. The roommate disarmed Emans, who said her male friend had the meth. The affidavit said the roommate put down the sword, allowing Emans to pick it back up and swing it again. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Emans ultimately sliced her male friend in the calf and then her roommate in the arm. The affidavit said the roommate was cut while trying to disarm her the second time. Eamon ran from the apartment. The roommate stayed behind and attempted to help Eamon's friend. The friend was taken to the medical center. He received 10 stitches. Uh, the roommate declined the med- declined medical attention. No charges were filed against the friend nor the roommate. Um, so there we go. Don't, can't trust nobody. Now your own roommates. All right. Especially if they have meth problems. All right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday, um, and uh, we'll talk to you guys then. And then uh, Wednesday, we're doing our, our Dim Thrones wrap-up. Justin will be here, and we'll have on Beauty Jackson, Mel, from uh, Good and Terrible. So can't wait to do that. Uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.